0: Tuned in to the Redfield Hardcore Dump Dosage After Show Dump Dosage After show. After show. After show. After show After show After show After Show After Show Yes, 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 Oh, what a wonderful evening. Yes, yeah. this is the Dosage After Show, and I do believe we still have our lovely guest that Rob D. has brought onto the show. I would love it if, uh, <laughs> if he brought her back in. Go ahead, Rob.
1: Yeah, I am yeah. Hi, Rob. Yeah, I'll be happy to
0: bring her back in. Um, we have the... Uh...
2: The the ever caring knowledgeable and to me very well respected uh, (coughs) Eilish Anna Marie Avalon from out of Australia, and she's an activist. And um, I was I I should have gave you a moment at the end of last show to plug you know how people can find you and information. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just tip that off to you now.
1: Yeah, sure. So thank you for the viewers that are still tuned in, and uh, welcome. Welcome here to Red Pill Hardcore. Um, my name is Eilish Diavalon, and you can find some of my work on uh, consciousconsumernetwork.tv. Uh, I have two shows there. One's called Aussie Disclosure News and the other one is called We Are The Ones We've Been Waiting For. And both of them are like two-hour shows. Um, the Aussie Disclosure News was more about the Melbourne protests and things like that. But I'm, I am I much prefer American politics, to be quite honest, than Australian politics because Australian politics is just so disheartening. You know, we're on a penal colony. We're on an island continent. Uh, we're completely disarmed and we have... A super strong city, a resilient city, thanks to Mr. Rockefeller and our Premier Dan Andrews, who signed up to, to uh, you know, and, and that's all the souls in Melbourne. Six million people hard locked down, curfews, um, you know, uh, not able to travel, you know, more than a few kilometres from their homes, um, being fined $10,000 for opening your shop. $10,000 again for the second day of opening a shop, Finding the customer $1,600 for walking into your shop, um, you know, and and there's many, many class actions that are happening at the moment. Um, if anyone is experiencing problems uh, in Melbourne who is listening to this, um, please contact Serene Tefaha from Advocate Me Lawyers. And uh, she, she is um, collecting... Um, basically testimonials to launch a class action, and that, and she's got enough testimonials there to launch it now, um, and please donate to her because we're taking on the government. And um, how, also... How, Arby, can we, how can we
2: go, donate to her? Can you
1: so tell us? if you just go on Advocate Me lawyers, look them up. Um, they have... that um, They they talk about the lockdown, hard lockdown class action that we're taking. Also, RV Yemeni from Rebel News is taking um the lockdown fines to the supreme court and we're we're bringing in the constitutional lawyers there and he's raised seventy five thousand dollars to you know for that court case so you know there is you know there is um action happening here on a legal front but you know it's really like fighting within the belly of a beast you know it's really hard here and this is why we're heartened by you know, the positivity and the hope that, you know, President Trump and the Trump administration brings, although we do have our concerns with the medical mafia, of course, and the mandatory vaccinations here in Australia. um, Mandatory vaccinations will be rolled out in March and they've enlisted the help of the military. Um, They'll be going door to door if they have to. Um, And basically, um, Scott Morrison, our Prime Minister, who, by the way, congratulated Biden on winning the presidency election, and this is, this is how we recognise them. Have a look at the prime ministers and the presidents who have congratulated Biden, and then you'll know who's cabal-controlled. And we know that our Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, has ties with Hillsong, who uh, were involved with the abduction, rape and ritual killing of a, of a, of a young girl right a young greek girl so you know and and you know when you you play in that kind of sandpit, you're going to get your hands dirty these are heavily compromised individuals and completely cabal controlled unfortunately i'd like to say not but we can see who they are by the company they keep and also um their play now in regards to playing right into the cabal's hands and congratulating biden after the mainstream media um didn't have any right to call that because it's not official and it hasn't gone through the right and due proper process you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: so, um, now- so 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 our prime minister scott morrison he said uh that okay well he he backtracked he went from that you know mandatory vaccines you know like no no religious or ethical or moral um objections and conscientious objections why you sh- you shouldn't be able to take it um that will be ruled out. Um, doesn't matter if you're Jehovah's Witness and don't believe in aborted fetal cells in your body or you're vegan, you know. But um still, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're conscientious objector for whatever grounds. So my grounds are that all that, plus the fact that I, I'm a spiritual woman. I, I'm a healer as well as a journalist, and um and, and I believe that one's soul signature is harmonious. Uh, vibrationally harmonious with one's DNA, and this is how our ancestors can find us. And so I, I am as protective and as, and as reverent towards my ancestors as I, as I am of my own children. And so I want to go into the spirit world without the mark of the beast. I want to be able to go into the spirit world and be recognised by my loved ones. And this DNA, RNA-changing vaccine, this microchip, and thanks, thanks to the patent of Mr William Gates, who um, patented at 060606, we are seeing the show being rolled out now. And he said, he backtracked it with Scott Morrison, and he said, oh, well, okay, we won't make them mandatory. It's, it's just that you won't be able to go into a shopping centre, you won't be able to buy food, you won't be able to get a job, you won't be, up, you won't be able to get any unemployment benefits or any pensions, uh, you won't be able to access your money, we can turn it off at any time. Um, you'll be denied um, access to the petrol pump, um, so we can't fill up your car with fuel, basically starve you out, right? So unless you're completely self-sufficient and have been preparing for the last, you know, 20 years, uh, pretty much seeing that, you know, the people in hard lockdowns and high-rises that couldn't even go out to get nappies or milk and they would just suddenly shut down with no notice. Security guards who didn't even tender legally for the process just got You know, the boys and the boys club got the tendering process for the security guard uh, gig to supervise these lockdowns of these inmates in these high-rises in Melbourne. And you know what these high-rises were, guys? These are the high-rises where the new immigrants come in from the refugee camps. These are the high-rises where the poorest and most desperate people, uh, you know, the most marginalised and the minorities live. These are already pissed off people who've come from unimaginable backgrounds to get to a free country and they've been betrayed in the most terrible way. They came and risked their lives to be refugees here. After many years in detention, they come and get in one of these high-rises from the Housing Commission only to get completely locked down. I mean, there was lights on when it first started happening, all got lights on because everyone was home at night. And then we noticed those that were standing out in the park, trying not to get arrested, were filming the buildings. Are, you, are you
2: referring? Are you referring to when um, the the government locked down a housing estate with stacking pack housing, these high rises where so many flats are, where they locked yes. that down and wouldn't let the people yes. out without yes. notice?
1: Okay. No notice. No notice. I somebody, just wanted to
2: give yes. you the listeners a if little background.
1: Somebody. Somebody, um, you know, was out for the day. They couldn't get back in. Somebody's mother was visiting. She couldn't go back home. They had no money for groceries. Some of these people eat halal, and um, and and they just got these frozen dinners from God knows where with God knows what in it, delivered, frozen, dumped on the the concrete of their doorstep in a in a freezer bag. These were the most horrendous non-humanitarian things. And then, of course, we had the security guards that were having sex with the inmates as well. So completely unethical, untrained people that were just basically, you know, there's a, the, the jobs went around via text message. It was so unprofessional. Hey, do you want a couple of hours here at the high-rise? Yeah, okay. Who, You know, who vetted them? Who screened them? and so you know desperate desperate people this is what we were seeing in melbourne australia and what which we thought my refugee parents thought was a free country when we came here and so oh my goodness and so to come and be it's it's like the ultimate betrayal but now we, like in europe we could run from country to country you know sneak through whatever be part of the people smuggling or whatever but here we are on an island continent. Don't forget that, guys. Wherever you go, you're still in Australia, and we've got sharks. You know, so we've got, got no sharks in
2: Canberra too. Yeah. Land
1: sharks, big land sharks, and with Admiralty laws and everything like that on the land, which is completely corrupted. So you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing with the you know Supreme Court Judge Amy Coney Barrett that's going to swing this uh, the Republican way. Um, you know, when all this comes out, I'm seeing that, you know, there is hope that we are going to be able to see that the Constitution is going to be upheld and respected and, and in its proper place in American judiciary where it belongs in these really tense times and these difficult times because the, we in Australia are watching what happens in America because we are at the mercy of China. And the only thing stopping a full Chinese-blown invasion is the fact that, that Australians and Americans marched shoulder to shoulder in wars together. And we died in the trenches together. And do not forget your Australian ANZUS alliance with us because we, we are very, very vulnerable. And if the lights go out for us, I know it's going to take quite a while for you guys to get here because you won't hear anything from us, and then I don't know what sort of wholesale slaughter might await us if somehow, somehow this gets you know, through and uh, Biden gets through, which would be completely... We'll just see the complete death of law and order in America then. But we also have the added concern is that when these Liberals finally realise that their plans didn't work and all the US Postal Service workers and everything are arrested from the lowest to the highest then we are also going to have to lock and load in America because, um, you know, like, hold on to your hats, guys, you know. and Yeah, either,
2: either way, either,
1: either way, way they, they,
2: yeah. they've set up the conditions and they've got the reaction and everybody's holding back their anger, holding, holding, like the tug of war right before it starts or even like a, a scrum in, in rugby. Everybody's waiting for the ball to be thrown in. They're ready. And if if Trump is declared the winner, then uh, we get the whole Antifa BLM saga that's well planned out. And now they're stationing themselves for action. If uh, Trump loses, I probably maybe would think we have a bit better behavior because it seems that the Patriots side does respect law and process. A lot more than the Democratic side does. They're not, they say Democratic, but they're far from it. They should rename their party. because Even at their convention, you ain't gonna find an American flag even on stage while somebody who wants to represent the United States is uh, trying to get elected for that or nominated. It's just, oh, it's so frustrating. You know, just, just no. to see a simple word.
1: Just in response to what you were saying before, like you know, we're talking about the scrum where the 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 referee or the umpire is saying hold, hold. I'll tell you from an astrological perspective where we are at the moment. You know, the U.S. election, we were, we were not only in, uh, we're just coming, just starting to step out of um, uh, Mercury in retrograde, but we were, we which is the planet of communication, and it all goes backwards, and this is where all this falsity and confusion comes from. But we also were in Mars in retrograde. Mars is the god of war. And and being in retrograde, you know what that's like? When he looks like a planet that's going backwards in the sky from his normal trajectory, that's like, imagine President Trump now being a warrior of truth, okay? Let's just put that uh, image in our heads for a minute. And imagine that he's pulling back an arrow and he's, he's pulling back the bow right now. And what I see is like he's pulling back this bow. He's pulling it back, 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 back. And we're just about to get that release and that's when Mars goes direct again and it goes direct again in the next day or so. And so we're seeing that once it goes direct, all that effort that, you know, during the retrograde, that was hold, hold, we've got to wait now, we've got this waiting process, we're all holding our breath and we're all crossing our fingers uh, and toes, uh, that's going to be pew because um, on the fourteenth of November, I believe that's that's the same day that um, we that Mars goes direct, and that is the day that the Department of Justice can finally act upon the voter fraud because that's the first time that they can that they need that ten days before they can um, officially respond, and we're just entering into that now. And that imagine everything that they've now been collecting. Their lawyers have been working day and night. Rudy Giuliani, I, I really have a renewed respect for Rudy Giuliani. What do you guys think of him? I'm really impressed with how he's handling the current scandal. He's being very strong at the moment.
2: Wow, well, he lost all my respect when he how he handled the initial COVID crisis and about vaccinating just one area. And it was a of people. And not everybody else's stuff and he's his measures have been very harsh along the way so I don't trust him he, he he's a he's a wolf in sheep's clothing but well, then
0: okay, who, who who exciting. can we trust then? if we can't trust him who, who can we trust well
2: Giuliani well oh I was thinking of Como my, my mistake on that analysis I know someone from New york was going to call correct me I, I made a mistake I was thinking of the wrong person. Oh, Giuliani
4: he,
0: he was a, Uh, he, quickly, phone number guys is, if you want to call in the show here and talk to our guest phone number is 800-313-9443 please call in. Uh, go ahead Rob, sorry about that. Uh,
2: I'll just summarize it in one sentence. I think he's still a politician. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh.
3: He, well, turn down
0: for pre- he turned
2: down running for president once. So <laughs> they wanted a millionaire in there, didn't they?
1: <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean, I watched how we handled, you know, the nine one one, like when the whole world stopped and that happened. Um. And, you know, I thought, gee, there's a very strong outspoken man and then I realised he was the mayor of New York and a lawyer as well. I'm like, hmm, he's very well placed, isn't he, you know? And so um, now I'm seeing him come out to back for Trump and really call out this this ballot fraud. So you keep an eye on, on Rudy Giuliani and also the intel that we've got from the CIA uh, from a thread, I just dropped it onto our Skype chat here earlier, is watch out for when... They start talking about roses. Apparently, that's code, and we just got to we just got to keep an eye oh, on this
2: code, this code stuff. I just can't get. I, I'm gonna have to. You hit a back. You hit one. Of my back hair is standing up. That's not a fact. It's <laughs> like my Bible code. I want visible action. All right, but I hope I'm not gonna unmanifest your wantons here. My my oneness is with your oneness on this. I want all this to come out and be exposed. But yeah. I, I'm very fact based and I can't I can't prove a code, you know, until the, the the code of Midway wasn't proven until the battle. All right. So let's let's see if the battle proves the code correct. Let's see if this really is going to be the 10 days of darkness instead of the April Fool we got last time when it was supposed to go down. People were saying goodbye. We're going to miss you. It's down for 10 days. That would almost be a blessing, except for me, it might be crippling when I'm down to the last food in my cupboard. And you know, I'm rely on the internet for people to help me. It could become a difficult situation.
1: Well, look in response to uh, what you were saying, and I appreciate what you're saying, uh, Rob. And I also am one with you, and we want the same thing. You know, we want we want complete liberation of humanity and a free and just society, and one in which our our you know supposed elected leaders are fully accountable and transparent. Um, and, and that true justice comes to anyone that's treasonous, and that our constitutional and our Bill of Rights is upheld, you know. Um, but I, 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 you know, and of course we have our concerns, and it's 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 not over till the well. In this case, the pretty lady sings, and that's I, I believe it, it rests with uh, Supreme Court Judge Amy Coney Barrett and the other justices that will be together, you know. Calling this, calling this, as well as what's being going to be called in Congress, because I think that's the due and proper process, isn't it, when it comes to calling the winner of the election once, once yeah, the challenges have all
2: been sit, We sit back now, we eat popcorn, and we don't trash each other either way, because we have to remember, whether you agree with the Q movement or not, we have the same oneness, okay, so let's not, we do want the same thing we just not believe in this code I'll, I'll tell you one code that really i felt done some harm was the cofefe one and people were saying it was a a device that transmuted the bad energy of a 5g i called i said no it no it don't uh, that's just that's just selling complacency toward toward activism that should fight 5g now you got china launching a 6g rocket i told y'all years years ago you had 10g's in the, in in the pipeline Is China going to get an advance on signal power by getting a 6G network while Musk is launching a 5G one? You see, I see moves and moves going on here. There's no device you're going to put on the outside that's going to transmute the bad harm of frequencies running through your body of millimeter waveforms. That that was one that really, really got my nerves.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, there's talk of uh, you know the Tesla technology being rolled out and everything, but until we see it happen, until we see the mass arrests, until we see the FISA courts being opened up to these civilian tribunals that we've been promised with the um, with the executive order that Trump signed, you know, early in his presidency, until we see these things playing out, until until Trump goes to his uh, um, you know comes comes on and his presidential um, address system. And tells us what's really been going on and collectively red pills everybody in which we're going yep. to have to hold, hold space for the grief and the shock. I, um, I have a
2: fear about the Q movement. If it's a PSYOP and I wanted to get rid of dissonance. Uh, maybe I would give uh, Q says if you make this mixture, like a uh, Q Kool-Aid, you put these ingredients together and drink it, you'll be immune from some things that happen. Or you'll you'll awaken more and it kills people or something. You know what I mean? You know, where how can something like this when you when you got people cult like believing in, in in cryptic games? Could you could you mislead some people to, to harm themselves? I worry about that. Let's, let's let's all continue the work we do, exposing these terrible things going on, because we have to keep doing this. We can't wait for something that we can't see. When I do see oppressive tactics uh, from, from Trump himself, I've seen him. When we went over that defund the police bill, the executive order he signed, we found out that he... He not only did he add more funding to the police, but he made a very a link between them and child protection services. So the police and them now share information, which can make the taking of children from activists and people that easier. So I, I we we see the move inside of his good intention. His words that are comforting sometimes carry a heavy price. Remember that, show we did V?
0: Well, yeah, I, I do of course, but I want to know. What's happening to the activists there in Australia? Because what are they actually being charged with? Or are they actually being prosecuted? Because I know there's Australians being arrested just because uh, the communication is being listened to. And uh, they're trying to stop rallies. They're trying to stop people from Organizing this and, and that, and they're throwing Australians in jail. the Citizens, are they actually being that's
3: charged? Yes, incitement. So
1: if, so this, uh, yes, that's correct, Rob. They're being charged with incitement v, and uh, it, it's it's very unfortunate. There uh, are sixteen hundred and I think seventy two dollars or something, um, and that's that's the minimum fine. Although some people, you know, are getting like five thousand dollar fines as well. Um, and 10 if you're a shopkeeper. Um, And so um, there was one man that
0: successfully... Well, hold on, hold on a second. I just, I'm so furious. furious. Listen, incitement, is that a crime? Incitement, is is that the equivalent of, of, uh, in the U.S., um, having the cops say uh, disorderly conduct, which has no meaning whatsoever? Incitement? Can I can I charge a female for for getting me uh, aroused? Standing erect? Yeah, it's a p- walks by oh, me free crime. Can I charge her for an incitement? Oh my god! I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: V. Um, yeah. so what, okay. So there was one guy, Matt Lawson from Matt Lawson Photography on Instagram. He's a he's an activist in Melbourne, and he walks around with no mask on most of the time, Um, and he he attends all the political rallies he can. Well, he organised a prayer vigil in a park, standing at safe distance, you know, for those that wish to, you know, um, attend. Um, For those that have committed suicide during COVID, because there's been a huge, huge wave of suicides of young men, mostly Um, the funeral homes have been, you know, coming onto the media um, in distress to talk about all these young men who've taken their lives between the ages of 20 and 40. Many are shopkeepers and y- uh, young business families that have just gone to the wall because they're not allowed to work. And they're, they've got mortgages and families and their whole lives are falling apart, right? We had one menswear retailer, sorry, supplier that came into my local menswear shop here where, near where I work. I work at a herbal retailer. And um, and the the guy in the men'swear shop, Vince, I walked in there one day, I said, "Hey, Vince are you going?" And he looked really sad, and I said, "What's going on?" He said, "My supplier came in today and said that he's lost six accounts." I said, "Oh, have the guys gone bankrupt in Melbourne." And he said, "No, they all committed suicide. And that's just one supplier in men'swear retail in Melbourne, Australia." So you know, like the the true statistics are phenomenal, and I mean the stress of, of empty streets and empty shops and for lease signs on major shopping strips and you know shopping centers that have to close when in, the rents are huge. The rents are like a hundred thousand dollars a year. How are they going to pay that sort of money when they haven't been open for eight months? You know, um, and and you know, or, or you know, have. They've got restaurants, you know, like just the whole thing's been a huge mess, right? Yeah. So these people, there was one guy yesterday that won in court, you know, b- being challenged with this COVID fine. But people were getting arrested for incitement and getting their doors kicked in for, uh, you know, like Matt Lawson, I told you, he got a $1,600 fine for organising a prayer vigil and that was incitement to gather. Um, then we had um, um, another guy uh. And he's a, he's actually served in the army, and Australian army, and he he's a, a veteran now. And he was all he was one of the people that was saying, yeah, yeah, come to the Melbourne protest. He didn't organise it, but he was encouraging people to come along and you know protest the lockdown and the mask wearing and and, um, and the curfew and the and the distance that we were only allowed to travel within five kilometres of our home then. And um, and he got his door rammed in and violently arrested. We had a woman who tried to organize a little peace rally in Ballarat near Melbourne um and she's heavily pregnant and she got bailed up in her own home and roughly handcuffed in her pink pajamas like and we had, we saw grandmothers getting violently arrested and thrown on the ground, and their mobile phones ripped out of their hands and We've just seen children ripped out of mother's arms and we've seen people with their faces maced and uh, straight in the face and tasered. The the we've got two levels of police in Melbourne. We've got the blue police, which are ordinary garden variety of police, you know, that you know, are part of the, you know, cabal I guess. But we've now because thanks we've signed up to the Rockefeller Foundation's Resilient Cities program, um, we have now the black UN type Gestapo police, and they're military police, and they have black military SUVs. They've um they they're allowed to walk around the streets with machine guns, and um you know, and it's already pretty perilous just to go out and you know buy milk and bread with a mask and all the other stuff that they make you do, you know. So it's just really really hardcore and. Uh, and this is why we were the crash test dummy, and how we handle it here is how they're going to handle it elsewhere. And the and and the bl- blue normal police here don't even know what the black police are up to. Okay, it sounds like we're on another break. We'll see you oh, back I, up to the break.
0: Yes, <laughs> guys, around. We'll come right back.
4: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the Kosher certification industry and a new app, Koshertify, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food. Regardless of their religious faith or identity, its database of products not kosher certified is a win win convenience for all food conscious people. So, why not check out the kosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the kosher certified app can make a huge difference for your future.
4: So, you love talk radio, then you'll love talkstreamlive.com.
5: The Republic Broadcasting Network, late night, premier show of Red Pill Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you. The listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the Red Pill.
4: Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, Suffering family loss or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single family home or multiple family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind.
0: Too happy. Not too happy what's going on around the world. I I think people should really be paying attention. And just how the five eyes, you know, the 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 Mm -hmm. spy agencies that all speak English got together, the five eyes, got together and made this massive. Massive infrastructure of of privacy invasion and, and they're just plotting and working against all of us. I, I think at least we as English speakers should be getting together and spreading the word around. It's probably why they're they're so hell bent on uh, pressing us first because we speak English, uh, which is the most I believe is the uh, no spoken language in the world, but we really need to be spreading, spreading the word of what's happening to each and every one of us in our own personal lives. You know, there's just yeah, no Yeah, I, 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 I have we, we all have an experience and we need to share that. Well, yeah, go ahead, Rob. Um, I can't help but thinking, you know, that it, I wonder
2: if I had a time machine and I can go back to Nazi Germany area, those countries before their rise to power. And I warned the people that of what was gonna happen, that you would be loaded in boxcars and this and that. How would I be treated? Would I be treated the same as I am now? Would some heed my warning? I'd like to think that some would heed my warning, but most won't, and but I'd still would have saved lives. So we my point is we have got to keep being vocal we've got to walk our truths fully you know we've only got one lifetime here to do this you know some of us souls were here at the beginning and we're here at the end and we've got to see this through regardless of what personal sacrifices it takes i'm paying a heavy heavy price for what I'm doing but you know what there's a heavier price for everything else on this planet if I don't for the trees, for the animals, for, you know, because these vaccines, we're going to be excreting these toxins in, into the environment. Everything that we produce eventually ends up in the environment. Look, plastic was supposed to be so great, but if, if I asked uh, the sea animals if they could speak to to, to everybody where they could hear, well, how would they think about plastics now? How would the birds think about it when the, one of their young has their, their head stuck in a, a piece of a plastic ring that came off of the top of somebody's milk, you know, these simple little things, you know, at what point is, uh, is being silent also by proxy, being guilty of, of crimes against, uh, everything else that's here. And so, but I do wonder about if I had that time machine, how would I be treated? I'd probably be executed or beaten up by a mob of Karen's and Ken's.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're wearing our masks to shield other people's paranoia and fear and hypochondria and germphobia, you know?
2: It, it, to instill control that anytime the state tells us we got to lock down now, it, it, people will go along with it. And when you see people, they take their masks off and they got the tan line of shame from wearing the mask they was denied even their faces denied vitamin d during the winter time there's very little parts of your body they can collect this that's not healthy but It's nice it, it warms your nose a bit you know just a joke a second about something that's so horrendous but at the end of that it, it, it is selling a lot of products somebody is making a ton off of masks and, and sanitizing supplies and all this there's as you follow the money you think they're ever going to want you to stop buying those products
1: yeah, and what really concerns me also is the vaccine passport that they want to roll in. You know, so um, and and with Ticket Tech and Ticketmaster, what I've noticed with those and um, Ticket Smart, I think uh, they're they're basically saying that when they do introduce uh, concerts back into their into their uh, business and, and take tickets for concert sales, they they already plan to have. Uh, vaccinated people only at their cost Yeah. So that's a disturbing I read about
2: thing. that. The Ticketmaster yeah. has backtracked on that. So I imagine they'll use local venue policies and municipal laws to get the, because if you can't make it national, you could get local people. You could scare them up. They're the ones that are most with up in misinformed. And you know, The ones that hire up an office, they know what's going on. The local municipality guy's not in on it. You just get fooled and duped with this whole concept of somebody saying, but this is the science. But, you know, when you challenge what they call science, ours isn't science. But science by, by proxy is supposed to be challenged in advance. Theories are supposed to continually be looked at and challenged. And if not, it's not science, it's just uh, corporatocracy getting their product out of market. It's a sales pitch.
1: Totally. And, you know, what really disturbs me is we can no longer use that that argument. You know, the the people that have been resisting vaccines and knowing about the whole scam that vaccine in- industry is, um, you know, we used to say, well, you know, like my, my defence would normally have been, well, don't worry about the fact that I'm not vaccinated. If your vaccine works, what's, what are you afraid of? Right. But we can't use that. Argument in a society where you can't even buy bread or get paid or even get a job or even a benefit, social benefit, um, if you don't have, you know, because they're they're planning the China, the CCP, the Chinese CCP, are basically planning to um, to roll out the whole um, roll out the whole uh, not the, not only the facial recognition but the social credit system as well.
2: I imagine I'm going to be owing
0: credits. <laughs> All of us. Oh, yeah. It's too scary. Well,
1: it, I... It's
0: just another way of being a minority for me. <laughs> this way I have to look at it. <laughs> yeah. More back credit. Thanks. Thanks, society.
2: You got almost a whole deck of cards of why you're targeted. You know, a, a few of us do, but we can pick out which reason is it this time. Or when you get put in Facebook jail, you're like, I wonder which post it was, you know, because he, he, it's not just a definitive moment. It's, it's a definitive lifestyle. Oh my
1: goodness. I, I am on my third month exactly. in a row. I'm in my third month in a row of Facebook jail. I'm only out for a few hours and I call a politician, a pedophile and back I go. You know, so I I just can't say anything. And, I, and there's been so many good people that have had their Facebooks and their other social media platforms, even Twitters and Instagrams deleted and their YouTubes demonetized. Let's not forget people like Jordan Safer who had, you know, every single social media platform uh, removed. Um, Vinnie Eastwood from New Zealand who got completely demonetized off YouTube, Edge of Wonder. That had to go onto their own .tv platform because subscription platform because they got completely removed from uh, YouTube. Laura Eisenhower and David Rodriguez got completely removed from Facebook, and so we've just seen a takedown of these individuals. JCK got completely removed from Facebook. Charlie Freak has just come back after you know three months of being banned on Facebook. So. We're just seeing the concert. Yeah, I've
0: actually, uh, down. I, I've spoken to some of those guys. Uh, and <laughs> speaking of which, I need to call uh, my main buddy there in New Zealand. Uh, he usually does my show on, on my birthday, which is actually going to be here in a few days. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Uh, <laughs> we actually have a, a caller that we need to get to. I forget about the phone lines. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, New York. Line one, please.
3: Hi, V. Lower Eilish. And Uh hi, Rob. Good evening, Ken. Hello, Ken. I have a suggestion. I don't know if it would do any good or not, but I'm really surprised at the way the police in uh, Australia and uh, uh, New Zealand are attacking their own people. And you talked about the Rockefellers. When you said that they signed up, uh, Australia signed up for the strong city or the resilient, that's a program where you, you see how much you can beat a people down and how much they can still come back afterwards. Why, If you have the ear of somebody that's making the uh, class action lawsuit, I would try to charge the. What do you have? A prime minister running Australia or premier? What do they have these days?
1: Okay, so the um, the federal leader, our prime minister is uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison, and he's a liberal. Our liberals are the right wing, and um, our labors are our left wing, <laughs> socialist, um, which just. Just for language sake, I thought I'd explain that. Um, uh, We have state leaders as well, and they're called premiers. Go ahead.
3: Charge them all with bribery, because certainly money has changed hands. They're selling out their own people. Once that gets around, do you think the police will support them anymore? They might start to look at each other.
1: Uh, look, um, look, we're we're trying to you know go go through with our Supreme Court action to enact our constitution, um, you know, in, in in you know defiance of these draconian laws and this terrible lockdown we're facing. You know, they had pr- pr- proposed laws like being able to take our children from schools, you know, if they've got um, a sniffle and and keep them for thirty days. Targeting activists, of course, you know. People are also um, now we're finding in, in not not just in Melbourne, but um, I was interviewing a woman on Conscious Consumer Network uh, on my show Aussie Disclosure News uh, a few weeks ago, and her name is Anna. She got pulled over and got terrorised just very close to her home. Where where have you been going? Where have you been? Who are you with? What have you been doing? How long were you gone? Where are you off to now? And, and what's your name and driver's license? And and she said, Look, I'm only a few kilometers from home. I'm on my way home. I've got my son with me. I need to get home. Will you please let me pass? And um, I, I don't have to show you my driver's license because I've done nothing wrong. Please let me pass. I want to go home. She got hit with a sixteen hundred dollar um, COVID fine for whatever breach that he made up. And um, he took a photo of her son in the back seat, and she said, I don't give you permission to take a photo of my child in the back seat. The politicians are full of child trafficking people. Do not take a photo of my son. Give me your phone. I want to remove that photo. And he said no. It was um, on his iPad, Um, and then he charged her with that. So that COVID fine was then used in family court in her custody case with... The judge against her ex-husband, and she lost custody of her son because she was a co, uh, an anti-vaxxer and a COVID viol- law violator, and that's that's just happened.
2: Was she a COVID denier? Yes. A government <laughs> denier.
1: A COVID denier. She lost a child. Yep.
2: Yeah. You? We Did found you? that happened with chemtrail activists as well. If the kids were coming to school. Say different about the clouds and, and this and that, and bringing up man made weather that uh, parents were targeted. It's not a new policy.
3: Yeah, we, we've had to uh, teach some of our local politicians the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail. They were trying to say it was contrails for years, but getting back to what I was talking about, um, I have seen none of that here. I'm on Long Island. And I said, the, I think the police are smart enough to know here that uh, people will follow them home and perform a wellness check on them at home. <laughs>
2: That's a good way to put it.
3: But,
2: wellness checks, well, folks. That,
3: yeah. And, uh, you know, Yamamoto, General, uh, Admiral Yamamoto in World War II had it right when uh, he, he was educated here, I understand. So... He knew what he was dealing with, and they didn't believe him. He said there would be a a gun behind every blade of grass. And I'm really surprised that the Australians and the uh, New Zealanders allowed them to take away their weapons. I don't know how that that could have happened.
1: I'll I'll tell you exactly how it happened, Ken. We had a false flag here about um, 20-odd years ago called the false flag of um, Port Arthur Massacre, it was called, the Port Arthur Massacre, We've got a little um, southern island off the mainland of Australia. It's shaped like a triangle or a love heart, if you like. Um, and it's called Tasmania. And um, down the south of that, there's um, the harshest, harshest area, really cold Antarctic winds. And they, they established a convict um, prison down there. And it was hard labour you know, hard labour, like they chained men out on the rocks and let them perish, you know. They're just terrible, right? And um, anyway, so that's now a historical town where people with morbid fascinations for these kind of things go to, you know, go to the tourist town, right? They get a bit of a tour of how they, how they used to treat our earliest white fellas here. And... Um, And so, you know, it's established in Great Suffering and that's the place where they decided to use a patsy by the name of Martin Bryant. Now, um, uh, an informant of mine actually, um, he was actually my unofficial foster son for a while because he was made homeless when he blew the whistle. He came across his father's diary that basically put him on the roof as a sniper at Port Arthur and his father was a trained sniper in the Australian Army. And he was hiding out here telling me his story. So, um, wow. Yes. And so, and it was then when our Prime Minister John Howard had pre written the gun amnesty and the gun give back like, okay, okay, everybody, we need to like disarm Australia because we're going to have these crazy people going to shoot up. And now, the thing is like the gunman was right handed and Martin Bryant was left handed and all this kind of stuff. Also Martin Bryant was a simpleton, he had a very low IQ, he was an innocent kind of guy um, and he had white blonde hair, he actually looked like an angel and, um, and he, he had the misfortune of being a widower of the heiress to the billionaire lottery fortunes here. So we had this heiress that died that he was married to and she was the Tattersall's fortune the Lotto heiress, okay? And so all her money passed to him. So here's this man with an IQ of forty holding, you know, a lot of money from his dead wife. Okay. So not only did they you know take him in prison, basically blame him for get this, thirty-three headshots for a guy who can't tie shoelaces. Thirty three headshots headshots People did die. People did die. Like, I'm I'm not saying people didn't die because uh, a midwife that actually worked in my hometown here at Geelong Hospital, um, she actually died with her husband and um, she delivered my girlfriend's son before she went off to Port Arthur for the weekend. That's how I know. So people did die, okay, but but I'm not saying that there wasn't, uh, you know, controlled um, actors there as well. You know, um, the other thing too is um, it looked like the Secret Service was in operation. Um, apparently, um, what this fellow was uh, uh, was telling me um, that he found in his father's diary was that his father got there via submarine. So, da da, da. And, and there was already a 33-person um, a hearse, a, a, a refrigerated truck enough for 33 bodies delivered from Melbourne across to Hobart and, and, and taken down to Port Arthur, um, a, ref- a refrigerated truck for mass deaths um, taken down to Port Arthur um, before the massacre, the day before the massacre. And then they called it some sort of drill, you know, like they always do. And yeah. then, it, funnily enough, all the innocent eyewitnesses are, are, are now dead.
2: <laughs> so, oh,
1: so that's happen. how that's how we got disarmed, guys. We had a false flag, and basically people one were incident,
3: like... One incident. Just one incident. One. V. Hey, 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 uh, doesn't that sound like a typical yes. FBI thing where they take somebody that's diminished and they set them up and then, uh, you know, they either put a gun in their hand... Well, you always got to uh, have a path. Yeah,
0: As, yeah, uh, yeah. Classic Patsy, uh, of course. Yeah, you
3: know we don't believe in collective guilt here. So they, I, I really don't think it they've tried it so many times, but that that darn Constitution keeps getting in the way. It's always the last backstop.
1: And that's yeah, wonderful. One, I, you know, one rule why, for
3: us, no uh, rule for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. That, that's why you must hold on to your guns, ladies and gentlemen, there, over there, our allies, our beloved Americans, please hold on to your guns. Um, th- this is the whole PSYOP with all these things. They've been trying to disarm America. They they successfully disarmed Australia. We are lambs to the slaughter, and there's days before you guys can get to us. So if we go dark, mm. as I said before, look out for us, oh, you know, great. ring. Yeah, because we don't know uh, what, what. If you go
2: dark, no, that's somewhere I'm organizing something. We're coming. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thank yeah. you. There
3: yeah. you go. I'm, I'm you. not sure and that we'd be. I'm not sure that we could be dependent on the rescue anybody. At least not with the current state of affairs. Oh. So, I would. I, I would
1: agree with you, Ken. There's so much happening over there in America. You really need to work, work on your. Um, your domestic business before going into the foreign I agree, and it would be a great mm-hmm. time to lay, lay siege to Australia while um, President Trump is in this um, situation that we find ourselves in now, although I believe he's playing golf quite peacefully. Do you know the other day he was playing golf when you know that announcement came with the mainstream media <laughs> announcing it, um, and do you know mm-hmm. what? he played seventeen holes of golf on an 18-hole golf course. It didn't finish the last hole. So although that, you know, we do have our suspicions about that letter of the alphabet, it's even in those things that we look for signs. You know, we look for signs, those of us that are looking and paying attention to these kind of details. Over.
2: Whatever gives you hope. Hope helps us manifest stronger. Right. I'm not not here to put your candle out.
1: I'm
2: here to fan the flames. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Rob.
1: I really, really enjoyed <laughs> this point, show. Right? I
2: know he's getting near the end again, and I didn't want to do what I didn't
0: do last time.
3: Yes. Is, is there let's, a
0: way we could reach I'll, out? and the audience. Yes, go ahead. Sorry.
3: I'll get off now, and you can finish the show. But uh, thank right, you. Exactly. And uh, do visit us again, please.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Ken. So, so lovely to have you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Yes, please, for our guests, please give out your contact information, a uh, way that you can support supported.
1: Okay. So if you'd like to just um, keep in touch with me, you can look out for my shows at consciousconsumernetwork.tv. Um, you can find me on Facebook, although I am in jail at the moment. My name is Eilish, like Billie Eilish. Anna Maria, which is my uh, <laughs> my European name, and D-Avalon, De, D-E space Avalon. And then you can also look me up uh, on Instagram. I have a gypsy wagon, so um, that's with my um, gypsy wagon. It's Poppy the Gypsy Wagon on Instagram, all one word, and then um, Twitter, Eilish D'Avalon. So you do keep in touch, and it's been lovely um, to be a guest here today. Um on on the red pill. Thank you so much for inviting me, Rob, and so lovely to um spend time with you, V and all the listeners. God bless America.
2: Yeah, it's always an honor to work with you. Yeah, thank you, Rob. It is you're very knowledgeable about so many topics. That's why I said, Well, let's just have a chat. I don't like to script some conversation, especially with very intelligent people. We can come Uh up. It's like so people can it's like they're sitting around the table with us and we're having a conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I like too. I like that warmth and that familiarity and just that we're talking among friends because we're all on the same page. We all, you know, we're all coming from the same space and the same space in our hearts that we want our families safe and want our businesses to prosper and we just want to be, you know, free. So um, that's our prayer and love from Australia to you guys, our brothers and sisters in war and peace and, um, over there in the great US of A, and uh, I say, make America great again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, take the red pill. You're outro
0: that time. We're going to use that. (laughs)
1: Thank
0: you. (laughs) Yes, it's always an honor to meet uh, friends uh, of Rob D here to come on the show and chat. Uh, uh, Love by Australians. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are wonderful uh, we, please, have... we, love you, we
1: love you
0: guys too <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah everybody please 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 pay attention to the news pay attention well not so much mainstream but get all the information you can uh, about what's going on around the world especially in uh, one of the five eyes nations Let me see if you can piece together the clues all right
2: yeah, if you see something, tell us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Call it to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, thetruthpharmacy at gmail.com. That's our email. So please, go ahead and feel free to email us anything. Mm-hmm. There's not any virus or tears that just like that. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> All right. So All right. I want to thank you for coming on and have a great night.
1: Big love, people. Good night. Bye. Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org. And click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to RepublicBroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us.
4: 800 724 2719 Extension 3. 800 724 2719 Extension 3. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.